Man, it's your boy, artist. Spook, we'll have back in business podcast. Mm -hmm. Air is a gap too deep. Are you Milan? Here, Milan. Your girl, Flamey Gina. Oh, this is Auntie Tegan. Ebony, aka Ebony, with an I. I'm on a big head radio show, and I'm with the King TV Network, huh? And we're back. This is the King TV Network. Um, I don't know if y'all knew this, but we kind of popping now. And yes, it's because it's my guest, um, and I really don't care what y'all have to say. Because uh, my boy Sweezy came through on this one, and I'm not going to say it on camera, but I am. I love you, my boy, because you did your thing. <laughs> you did your thing. I got Mayana in the building. Can we get a round of applause? Hi, guys. Yes, 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 yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. Happy that you are here. Um, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for thinking of me. Part, part, I ain't gonna part. lie, we've been thinking about you since the premiere. We've been wanting you to get on here because you just had that that speech about you and it just resonated with all my people. They mm -hmm. was like, yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. I'm yeah. like, yep, I need her back. I need her back. So how are you? I'm good. I'm living. I'm growing. I'm maturing. You working. I'm expanding my mind. I'm working. I'm, yeah. I'm living in my passion. Yeah. yeah. So when did you know this was your passion? Um, so I really started in theater, honestly, mm -hmm. and I love theater. Like I was just having a conversation with the makeup artist um, when I was on set mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago. I'm gonna pop your Locked shit. Locked in on the way. Locked in on the way. But um, and we were having a conversation about you know the difference between theater and film. I'm not gonna get into much into too much of that. But I started off with theater. And that's kind of where I fell in love with being an actress. Mm -hmm. And I was never a movie person. Like I was always a music person. I was always a music head because I danced before I um, officially like started acting. I still was dancing when I got into acting, but when I started acting, I started dancing. I mean, look, <laughs> when I started, when I started acting, I stopped dancing as much. Mm -hmm. Um, but dancing was my first passion. Dancing was dancing is still my passion. I think I have I have two. I don't care what people say. You can have you two. You can have more than one passion. You can too. have as long as you learn the harmony between everything, between every single hobby or hustle mm -hmm. or love that you inspire to do. Mm -hmm. You can make it work. Don't let anybody think that you have to limit yourself to one thing. Don't get me wrong. You do have to sit down and take your time to actually focus and get that one thing running before you decide to move on to the next revenue. But don't let anybody limit you to say you cannot do more than one thing. You can go out and learn something and that can become your new thing. And you can still be doing the old three things that you've been doing. Have fun. Enjoy life. Like I love learning new things and having multiple things under my belt. Like who, who am I? not to know how to do multiple things yeah. when it's so much to learn so out here. So much to learn and so much things that you can just exactly. add to the belt. Exactly. That you can just pull exactly. out at any time. Exactly. And, then, and the best part about it is when we are in a world, especially in a world like this, mm -hmm. being somebody that is diverse and that can step into different shoes is amazing because you have very so much different um, streams of revenue mm -hmm. and income. Mm -hmm. 
it's so many different things that you can step into, especially when you are open to learning and open to expanding your mind, mm. always ready to learn something new. Oh, no matter what it is. Look, why do you think you I want her? It's not because <laughs> she's beautiful. It's not because she's the lead actress from all the fire shit in Cleveland. It's because she really is here with it. She's really here with it. It's different when it comes to somebody Thank you, I appreciate that's that. That's in the leadership positions. Because it's funny. It's funny, right? Because, like, most of the time, the people who be talking the good shit be don't. Nobody want to hear that shit. Yeah. You really have the voice. So, um, this is the platform. And I this is my first you. interview, y'all. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. Fire again. I'm just putting flames emojis through this whole <laughs> <laughs> thing. Yeah. yeah. Scott would have been ready with my boy. My yeah. boy next to Look. This we is ready, my man. first one, guys. So shouts out to my mup brother. Hey. I could cuss, but I'm gonna try to limit it. Okay, okay. I mean, it But don't mean. limit yourself with motherfuckers, but <laughs> see, but still. Okay, Yeah. so dance um, was your first love. You go into CSA and that's what you're thinking in your mind, that this is what I'm gonna do with my life. I'm gonna be a dancer, I'm gonna, and then boom. Life happens. Yep, life happens. And what happens in these moments? Um, so I went, started CSA in ninth grade. I was already a major red dancer prior to auditioning for CSA. Um, went to CSA. I was still dancing as a major red. Not totally sure what happened exactly, but I had ended up um, injuring my back, going through some things where. I had chronic and constant back pain. Um, and I basically had to stop dancing um, for a minute. It broke my heart. Um, before I had stopped, it was kind of hard. Of course, when you're doing something that you love, you're going to want to keep enduring into it. But the more your body keeps telling you, you know, you're going to listen. Um, so I definitely did slow down dancing at first. And then eventually I had to kind of cut it out. But it was okay because. While going to CSA, if you are in a major and you cannot do that major, if you're not functioning right in that major, if you are missing too many classes in that major, which I was, not going to get into too much of that, but I couldn't dance at the time. So um, by the end of the ninth grade, I had either the choice to leave the school or transfer majors. So acting was always something that I wanted to do. Um, Always, like I always, you know, the little Disney commercials, like all that. Um, unfortunately, at the time, it was not the right kind of situations um, in the family household where I was like put into those, you know, um, positions. Positions, exactly, um, in that area right there. But it was okay because that just meant that I just needed to go to CSA. I didn't need to be on Disney Channel because I'm here now and I'm mm -hmm. still making movies and I'm hearing y'all seeing me. You see me? Okay, you're going to keep seeing me. Yeah, okay, freelancer in everything I do, okay? Fire. But anyways. Um, get into acting. Get into acting, theater. you you're good at it? Do you see that you're good at it immediately? Listen, this is how I got into, this is how I got into theater. This is what won me. And this is what won me in the audition for theater. I had, um, I had did this um, dialogue, this scene between um, a daughter talking to her mother about um, not feeling good enough or as good as, you know, another sibling in the home. And um, 
to an extent it had resonated with me so I was really able to actually tap into that character in that moment and so when I first did it I had did it mean and angry and my theater teacher Mr. Jackson he was like try to be um you know sad and so I had ended up crying like on cue not on cue but ended up you know crying you know real tears or whatever so that's what had got me into theater so moving into theater we had did multiple plays Ugh love 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 theater but um what was your favorite play in that time frame what was your favorite play that you had, was able to be a part of oh gotta keep it cute though i can't even remember i'm not even gonna lie to you okay i cannot remember what it was called that's so messed up <laughs> but i cannot remember what it was called but um i had played like this ghetto best friend that was probably my favorite one mm. but I had also had to play this like um uh, Iranian woman multiple roles it was a um what was a different, different play oh, okay. I was it was a play for um it was kind of like what like it was everything that was going on with the world and the different races yeah. and how you know and I got the chance to be like I had, you know, I had an accent and everything, you know, it was, it was, it was fun. But anyways, um, let me ask so you yeah, this. Did you always have lines in your plays? Yeah. Okay. Cause we didn't. All right. Royal family. I did. I was the rat king one time. Did not have one line. Got to stay on the stage the whole time. I don't care what nobody says. I was still in charge. I was, <laughs> I was a leader. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. But that's how you know she's being the extra. Star. Being the extra is so important too. Like our extras are so important. So even the people that don't have lines play a big role. Period. But we're not talking about them right now. We're talking about a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the center of attention. This has kind of been the theme to your life. Why? Why do you think that is? Um. I really cannot actually honestly give the answer. <laughs> Get him off my set. Get him off my set, Sweezy. Get him off Walk my him set. Walk him off. Walk him off. Walk, walk him down. Stop playing with me, okay? Because if you distract me again, I'm going to throw my core at you. And I'm going to make, I'm going to take his. So <laughs> anyway. She's going to get her shit off. She gave it. No, I'm going to throw yours and keep mine, actually. Okay. Well, so <laughs> back. Okay, what was the, it a before I, bit. before I was really interrupting, what was what were we on? Center of attention. Um, I honestly cannot actually tell you um, the reason, but how did it, it's not always like I don't know what everybody make it out to be is just not what it seems and what people expect it to be what I does guess. That mean? um <clears throat> when you are kind of like this person that people look as and now i would use the word as an influencer but back when i had first got all of these followers and i was locally popular how did that happen did it they, happen all at once so that's how earlier when i was telling you so I was already um, a majorette dancer. When I was posting majorette dances, they kind of like would go like small. Wait, what am I trying to say? <laughs> it would just go viral, just like a little bit. Or oh, okay, okay, okay. So um, one time I had posted this. 
yeah, one time I had posted this video of me climbing up the bus stop, and during the time it was this very viral video of this girl. Have if, I don't know if y'all ever seen it, but she had fell down from like the top of like a ledge in her house and fell on her fish tank, basically, and broke her fish tank or whatever. So they had ended up thinking that I was her. And so during that time, Swear. yeah, so it had ended up going like viral, viral, viral. So Your I think video. it was like, yes, 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 they, yes. They so that was when I first hit like 15K. Yeah. After that, I was just like really popular for like my dancing. I was the face of this major red team. So I was mm -hmm. dancing. I did a little bit of singing. like, And then I just always had this bright personality and just always had the energy and the aura of somebody that people kind of want to be around not mm. so much look up to but i just i kind of take look up to as learn from mm -hmm. versus you know thinking that you're beneath somebody that mm -hmm. you have to look up to them Absolutely. but i would rather say learn from me you know all the people um i had that kind of personality where people just kind of gravitated like it I don't know it was it, it always used to be so crazy to me because I was this I was really going through at home mm. and so like I never and still now um I have these conversations um with people I don't give myself enough credit because I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and so I say but um I don't give myself enough credit for as much work that I have done like for all that I have been through like you know and so sometimes people don't understand that it's like no matter no much no matter how much support you have sometimes you will feel like you're not doing enough for yourself like um so for a long time I was kind of like and I had got and I'm and I'm very open with this like I love telling this like story but I had got caught into this like Instagram thing where it was like okay what I'm about to post next, like, you know, you know, are they going to like this or mm. not so much as like I'm caring what people say, but it's kind of like a, a strategic thing. Yeah. But I was young at the time. So it was a lot of things that I was focused on and putting my focus towards when it came to being young and getting introduced to the media and having a lot of people that was just so interested into you. And during that time, when I first started, I was hosting a lot of parties. I was young and people was just wondering, like, damn, you young as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you kicking in during the time, during that time in Cleveland, we was bringing all the like, you know, the famous people that was around during that time. So people was kind of just like wondering, like how I was doing everything so young. And it was just kind of like off that base built locally in Cleveland that had just started from that. And then I had ended up going to CSA and then another video went viral of me doing it, this Nicki Minaj dance. Um, it's on my Instagram if you want to put a clip. But um, which one of this? I'm gonna send it to you. But um, it was just some cheesy shit. Like we literally were in choreography and choreography for theater because we still had to take choreography for theater. But um, um, how was your back at the time then? All through my life, I had to fight. <laughs> I it's mean, so this, so, so when it came to my back, that was something that I had to deal with. Like I literally just became this person. So now it's kind of like my pain tolerance high as hell. Mm -hmm. But oh, it's kind of like something that you just learn to live with when you're not finna let shit stop what yeah. you love, basically. And so. Um, 
I kind of like figured out what works for me now, though. That's why I kind of got into pole dancing. Um, That's a whole nother lane that you be shitting on all these motherfuckers on. Like, thank you. Strength wise, like thank you me. can see it. You know, thank like you. it's not even about, of course you look amazing up there, thank but it's you. like you actually have a technique to it. Like form is proper. Like I'm like, I'm watching art. I feel like, and I feel like it's a part of loving dance so much and it being a passion. And I've tried to like do floor work. And for some reason, it, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck be going on. But I begin, you know, I be going to the chiropractor every Friday. Shout out to my chiropractor. But, um, and you know, kind of taking, taking care of myself now because when I was young, um, I was also a tumbler. So I was doing mm. backflips. I was also a flyer. And so I was flying in the air and stuff and I was always always real flexible but I never took the right precautions mm. when it came to being um an athlete such mm. as what you see you know basketball players Sorry. doing getting massages and going to the chiropractor I wasn't going at the time I wasn't doing anything like that so I felt like I was doing all the stretching that was needed but I still wasn't doing everything to relieve, relieve and relax my muscles and actually yeah, doing yeah so it's like I kind of that's where I kind of like messed up at but but you're um, like 17 at this time, like 16. So you know young, what I'm saying? So young, <laughs> like, so young, how are you so even young. supposed to know that? I was that? actually, I was actually, I actually, yo, I actually started young. I was actually, um, I actually started in gymnastics first. Mm -hmm. Then I went to um, high stepping. Mm -hmm. Then I um, played. I was a cheerleader. Twelve years old on Bantam. Excuse me. Don't play with me. Excuse Twelve me. years old on Excuse Bantam. Me. Okay. Benham. And I was the captain. How was Benham I? Above. How? How? Like, okay. How? Above the rest. But um, <laughs> so I was I was a cheerleader first, and then I had stopped cheerleading, and then I had ended up getting hit up by the coach from the All Star team on Instagram that had seen one of my videos and was like, "Come try out, whatever." So, yeah, that's when I got into my all-star stuff, and that was a very precious time in my life. I, I was, yeah, we was, it was on and popping, honey. Like, could nobody tell me nothing. I was yeah. telling myself, but I was young, like, and I was worried. I was kind of, like, focused on things that, like, people got to do their shadow work. I did my shadow work. That's why I'm able to sit here and have these conversations with you. I'm able oh, to have... Shadow work? You don't know what shadow work is? Oh, I know. Well, what's the oh. family ain't all caught up to what we know up here. Baby, shadow work is you going behind the scenes and you healing yourself from past traumas, forgiving people, letting go of things that you cannot change or, you know, control, and not letting anything depict your, you know, your future and exactly what that is for you as a person. Because a lot of people that don't do shadow work are those kind of people that it's hard to have a conversation with. It's hard to sit in a room without having those toxicity vibes or, you know, sometimes when you just get around them, it's just very low vibrational. And so it's very important that you go back and you do your shadow work because it's, it's important to you as a person in order for you to give all of yourself to the person that I'm sitting here talking to right now or when I'm sitting here having the next conversation or when I'm in a relationship or when I'm giving myself um, the best in anything that I do as far as dancing, acting, modeling, like everything like that. So shadow work has a lot to do with digging down really deep and 
healing yourself for the betterment of yourself, for wanting to do good and wanting to understand why am I so mad all the time? Why am I so angry? Why am I so, so why am I mm -hmm. sad? Why am I depressed? Getting down and understanding those emotions, allowing yourself to go through the, your emotions and understand how you feel and how you react with these emotions because it's very important to understand yourself enough to know that you don't want people coming around you that, I'm telling you, it's so many motherfuckers that come around and don't know themselves just off of not doing shadow work. It's just literally, all you gotta do is just literally sit down and take some, a lot of people don't like sitting with themselves. Sit down at all. At all. Come on sit now. down and give yourself time to heal, talk to yourself. Heal your old trauma, your childhood trauma, your relationship trauma, your mommy and daddy trauma, your friendship trauma, everything. All of that is important in order for you to be the best you and to move on in life gracefully, to know that everything will work out in your favor as long as you want it to. The mind is so powerful, like it's so powerful. So in order for people to sit back and be like, I'm, I'm going to sit back and do my shadow work, Shouts out to you because it takes a very strong person and a very level-headed person to want to actually sit back and be like, I need to do this work for myself for the betterment of myself. Let me get to know me. Let me get to know what I like. Let me stop considering everybody else's feelings. Let me stop, oh, somebody, oh, somebody, um, exactly. Oh, somebody missed me, so I'm about to go back to them. No, you know what that is? That's called considering somebody else's feelings. And when you sit back and you understand yourself, you know that through all of these experiences that you already have been through, you are no longer allow yourself to accept certain shit. And that's when you learn boundaries and standards. And it's just all a part of shadow work because a lot of what we have now and who we are today has a lot to do with our past. And if we don't understand that our past has nothing to do with our future, we cannot let that <clears throat> We cannot let that determine our future. If we don't understand that, it will play a big part in who we are presently today. And you won't be able to be the best who you want to be. You won't be able to go um, go out and get that job that you want to get. You don't want you. You're not going to be able to go out and go be the best for your kids that you want to be. Because at the end of the day, you have to sit back and think, why? What makes me feel this way? What do I like to do on a rainy day? What is my favorite kind of things? What will I not allow a motherfucker to talk to me like? What are my boundaries? What are my standards? What, you know, when I'm coming into a fucking friendship, what is something that I'm not gonna, you know, allow? When I'm coming into a friendship, it's okay to have boundaries and limits and set them because that is, that is a big part of knowing yourself and knowing what you want for yourself and keeping bad fucking energy and bad people and bad things from around you and from happening is, Knowing yourself and getting to and getting to listening to your intuition, like and getting and getting to really like tap in to who you are. That's all shadow work is. It's just tapping into who you are, and it's not. It's it's like going back. Think of it, shadow work. Where, where's your shadow at? Behind. It's not behind you. That's where it's not. <laughs> Shout out to the team. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> it's not, but. Your shadow is behind you, so do your shadow work. Let everything that is behind you stay behind you. Right. Whether it's the people, the life, the car that you just got rid of, the fucking money that you just spent, it'll come back. Man. You will get a new car. Come on. You will get new friends. On, you will find a new relationship. It's life. And what? one thing that people don't teach you, we don't learn in school, is fucking life. And you're, you're, you're going to pick too hard. And it's either going to be the fucking hard where you can sit on your ass and be mad and sad and depressed at the world. Or you can get up and not let the fucking world fuck with you and say, hey, 
I'm going to have some shit that's going to come at me, but I'm going to have my motherfucking shield up and I'm going to be ready because every single experience that you go through is a learning opportunity. You should never let that make you who you are. I should never, I should never, it's, it, it, it's, um, it amazes me. I should never go into a relationship or a friendship and be like, and I only know this because I learned this now and I've been through it, and be like, I did this with, I've already been like, and I, we self-sabotage so much by not doing shadow work, y'all. I'm telling y'all, we self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is when you mess some shit up for yourself because we don't allow ourselves to experience new experiences mm -hmm. because we're so stuck in the past mm -hmm. and we can't, we can't Related understand. To that. Exactly, exactly. We want to, we want to have everything resonate with some shit that was just supposed to happen so that we can learn, but we mm -hmm. so stuck in it, mm -hmm. we can't learn. So y'all stay immature. Y'all stay going through these relationships that's so toxic because y'all are not learning from them. Y'all are letting them depict who you are. So instead of becoming a better person and learning from the experience and learning that it's not me, I'm not gonna take shit personal. This is just what happens in life. We all are on a whole different journey. Mm -hmm. So at any time that I can know you for 10 years and then that 11th year, our experience might be over. That's fine because right. in those 10 years, I sat back and I said, what did I learn? Mm -hmm. What did I learn from these people? And then when the experience is over, I know that I'm going to come in contact with a new experience. So I'm going to have to enjoy that experience and not let my old experience. Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to, mm -mm. I can't be around you bitches and shit because bitches myself. be, you know, like, you know, you just might've been, a, exactly. You just might've been around the wrong person, the wrong crowd, the wrong situation. You might've just, man, the universe will put you in the craziest situation so many times over and over learn, again bro. until you learn. And then once you learn, people are like, oh, my life got so much better after I I finally did this, but I had to go through it so many times. That's because that's because you're never going to be blessed with something bigger when you keep playing small. Mm. When you don't go back and you don't realize that your past don't depict your future, you will allow yourself to con continue to keep playing small because you let all of these old experience experiences be like, mm -mm, I'm not going to go out and go experience that person. I'm not going to go out and make a new friend. I'm not going to go out and go get me in a new relationship. I'm just going to stay in the one I'm in. I'm just going to be comfortable. Uh, complacent people. Uh, comfortable. Uh, man, man, comfortability. Some shit. But it's just so important that you go back and you say, that was just that was just some shit on the shoulder. Like I'm ready to embrace a whole new world, and I'm not letting no motherfucker that already took up motherfucking ten minutes of my time to make me angry still mad in 2022. How the fuck I look? Like how you look? Like how you look for mad real? Go exactly. And this is why some people was just not not able to really experience life how they want to because they so stuck on what people couldn't or wouldn't or just uh just uh like they just want to sit in pity all day yeah. they just want to sit in their experiences Somebody and their feelings console them about their issues and what exactly they talk about it go through it learn the city city on motion for five minutes this is how i feel when i'm angry and i'm mad around and cry and even if you're a grown-ass man because kings kings can cry okay Tears can be shed. It's okay. Tears, tears are right? supposed to be shed. You tears still are be solid. amazing. You can be a amazing. Tough guy, all of that. <laughs> real shit. But if you sit in them emotions about like some real shit, you fuck around, find out a lot about yourself. And it's and it's beautiful it's because you find you find out what you what you want, what you just what you just it's just like you will sit, you will be going through so much shit and just be like, damn, why the fuck I just keep get, coming around, being around these yes. weird ass people. Yes. Right. And it's because you're not learning about what, why the fuck you're not around these weird ass people. 
like, you know what I mean? Like, people don't actually sit down and be like, what went on? Mm -hmm. What went on in that experience that I learned? Why do I keep attracting these people? What did I take from you? You know, you know it's the problem. We're always looking at the negative side of shit. We mm. never take something and be like, what I got good from it. Every time you get out of a relationship, you always want to dog the person for right. what they did wrong. Right. But you y'all never have a conversation on, hey, you know what? Maybe this is not good for us right now. Right. Right? But this and we is have why. and this is why, right? So I'm gonna work on this. And you go ahead and work on that. And if we get together again, it could be a better situation. But right now, we can't even figure it out because we're too busy yelling at each other. But y'all want to stay in it. But y'all think it's better for y'all to just, work and stay in something where y'all need to separate yourselves like, to work like on yourself. Like, work on yourself. Don't yourself yet, big dog. Like, Make sure you give your chance, self a chance. And it's some shit that we went through in our childhood, bro. We have hard lives, period. Like, this this world is hard, period. And so it's so important that you go back and you, and you don't let your childhood be like, this is the biggest part of me. This is why I don't let people, this is why I don't open up. This is why I don't go out and experience new shit. This is why it's so important that you do not let someone or something, a situation, determine what is going to happen for the rest of your future. 100%. Two words I want to ask you, right? Delayed gratification. What does that mean to you? I feel like that's a big thing. Delayed gratification. So let's break it down. So delayed means something being late, you know, something not happening in... <laughs> not happening in the regular terms of time that people speak on. Um, gratitude is you being grateful for something, you being um, appreciated, uh, or um, people showing gratitude towards you, you know? <laughs> Delayed gratification is kind of... <laughs> It has everything to do with being an actress and actor, being um, um, in, a, in film. Um, and so it is actually what we have to deal with where, um, you know, the little thing where we, we can be shooting a movie and then you can kind of like see um, a trailer for something and then it wouldn't be out to like 2023 next mm -hmm. year. Right. <laughs> so it's like we put in so much work on the set, hours, like sometimes tw days. The baby, you baby, they not you're not gonna you're not gonna shoot for no two hours. Come on now, get through that ten. You baby, get that ten. See if you wanna the, come back. The least you <laughs> might have could be like an A, and come that'd on. be just like on a grateful hey we had to wrap up some scenes, but like. Those 10 to 12 hour days, sometimes, like, don't get me wrong, depending on who you're shooting with and what film, like, sometimes, no, 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 no. Sometimes, no, sometimes, depending on what the film is, what the situation is, what the description is, what the plot is, what the venues are, everything matters. Mm -hmm. So depending on what those are depends on the kind of length of time that it takes to shoot the movie. And so in most cases, in most cases though, you will not get that quick time because that beautiful work that you see on screen <laughs> takes some time, yeah. trust me. Um, like I have 
sat and shot one scene before seven times over. Right? Look at that day. Right? Um, well, actually, it was different days, and that's what I was about to get on to next. Is um, a, a big part of the delayed gratification is that you can be shooting over several months. Man, you got to really put in work. Being an actress is like not for the weak. Like, mm -hmm. and then it's just, and it's not, I'm so grateful to be in a position that I am to be who I am and to be like known for what I do. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people want to be in my shoes as far as getting the chance to be in movies and stuff yeah. like that. And so I am hoping and to get you, exactly. I am hoping to like, you know, I can't wait, you know, it's coming soon, like we working on that, you know. Um, but it's so hard to find jobs and to find yeah just to find opportunities period and um i know that you know a lot of people's i'm an actual actress so it's a little bit different for me but i know um a lot of times because i have felt this way too they go to the people that are popular and famous you know and it's actual people that have laid down and did the groundwork to do this shit. and so um it's so hard because you can spend months I've spent my TV show, Figure It Out. We started shooting that in 2020. That's coming out soon, right? That's coming out in 2023. That's coming out in 2023. And we started yeah. shooting it in 2020. We have to shoot. We had to shoot multiple times over. We had shot all throughout the year. This is not something that you just shoot, you know, um, even a, with a short film was shot. My Iniquitous was shot in two days. Fire. Because with a short film, it's only 30 minutes. Also, um, with the experience. Matters. So the even the person, the, the team you were with, was an experienced team, was they not? Yes, yes. Shouts out to Ivy. Shout out to Ivy. Ah, Ivy, that's my girl. But um, that's what we're always also working on, fun girl. But you know, see the difference is we had worked on Iniquities. We did that in two days, mm -hmm. but now we're working on fun girl. We had started that last year and wow. had to reshoot the whole movie because, whew, we ran into some bullshit with some bullshit ass producer. Mm. Um, but Carmen's a bitch. So talk about some of that. Talk about some of the um, issues that come with being an actor. And so, yeah, the um, a lot of sometimes you run into people who are not kind of like um, ready to work or ready to actually put their full all into this because it is delayed gratification, mm -hmm. because it takes so long. So a lot of people are expecting everybody wants shit to happen fast. Like everybody just wants fast results like nowadays and shit like that and it's not like that with acting it's not like that at all with film so sometimes you come across people that you think are on the same page as you and unfortunately it ends up to be you know it's something totally different yeah. and they go on and live the shitty life that they live and so that had what did. happened and that is not <laughs> to everybody that i'm talking about but i am talking about a specific person that i was that i was saying but i just want to make sure but but that's a big part of kind of like being an actor like um and the biggest issues actually start from the delayed gratification because you um especially when a lot of people and i fall victim to this um base my worth off my produ productivity so if i feel like i'm not being productive enough i feel like um my worth is not as much as it always will be, period. Like I've set the tone for myself. You know who I am. I have amazing personality. Like I'm here to do the damn job like all the time. But you know, so 
but that I would really honestly say that I mean other than that it's fun on set um I love being on set though we have an amazing time even though it may take a long time um and it's just a long time for us because we have those hard ass days and those long ass days and it's like the reshoots can be so like just stressful and sometimes it's not that you want to give up but it's just like damn this is really what I chose to you know, pursuing my passion. It's like, it's not like what everybody think it is. Like, you know, of course it's fun on set shooting, but shit, 10 hours, like I still got a back problem. My back was hurt, my body was tired, like, you know. And so we go through all of those things um, and we have to wait mm -hmm. months, maybe mm -hmm. years. Like you never know how long you have to wait until you see that full thing on the screen. So imagine we started working in 2020 for the TV show. Um, of course, we even had plans like, hey, we were supposed to drop it earlier in March and May, but things happen for the best, of mm -hmm. course. But um, never rush out. Exactly. Never rush out. And it's it's be, it's becoming to be something so amazing, beautiful. I'm glad that you know we actually took our time with this, and, and you know we had to actually go back and reshoot some mm -hmm. shit <laughs> again, and That's we actually cool. had to you know go in the studio and do some ADR, do some voice work. How um, did that feel? Um, it was amazing, actually. It was fun, like you know, first time, like it's not my first time being in the studio because when I was younger and I was like in middle school, I had went to the studio. I was trying to be like a little rapper. My sister was trying to take me there, whatever. But um, but yeah, though it was fun. I did record the, my whole time or whatever. I'm trying to get all of my YouTube shit, y'all. I promise y'all. I'm, I've been, I'm a, per, I'm, I, I am. I admit, like I take full responsibility for my shit, and I know that I'm a <laughs> procrastinator. So I'm working on myself, but I've, I'm, I'm always working on myself. So that always matters. You know, the little step matters. The little steps matter. But um, but yeah, when it comes to like shooting and actually filming the process is amazing it's just kind of um long like it's never dreadful like you know you always appreciative when it's fucking on that screen and you finally get to see yourself it's all worth it but that's why it's delayed gratification uh delayed gratification because it takes so long for you to finally just see that hard work that you put on. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, we work two weeks, then you see your paycheck in two right. weeks, but it's not like that in this sense at all. You know, anything that takes two weeks, you probably see like some a YouTube short or like, you know, some small stuff, but, um, and that's still great work, you know. But um, film is just a little bit different just because, you know, as an actor, sometimes it's not your fault. Like the, when I was shooting a scene, I had to shoot that scene seven times mm -hmm. over. Um, one time it was the lighting. Um, one time it was the lighting, like the sun was on when they were shooting my scenes, the like sun was up and then on the other side, the sun was down. And the other time it was the tractor in the back and it was the sound and then, you know, so it's sometimes it be technical difficulties, some, some things that you cannot control, which is another part that not so much frustrating, but you know, it's just a lot to work with. Like, you know, of having to be like, okay, I might, my biggest thing is that sometimes, you know, you do want to set ahead and plan for the future yeah. and you never know with new movies because mm. they can always call you back and be like, mm. no, we need to shoot. We need you for this. Mm. So like my whole 2022, I had a whole different plan in mind. And really? yeah, like I was not, I didn't, I'm so happy that I am was on my movie shit and was on my shooting shit, but I wanted to be more focused on um, my clothing brand, mm. Rare Fields. That is you. But yes. Let's talk but, about um, it when you're done after. Of course, of course, of course. Of course. But yes, so. I didn't know. Yes, I did because you had the shorts first, right? 
I had so much. I had so much. I had dropped in 2020, and mm -hmm. I had dropped a whole collection for the girls. Whole collection for the females. So yeah, I got that on my nose extension right here. Yes, yeah, so out. That baby was sold out. Yeah, I was not playing with this one. <laughs> I but asked okay. about that too, but um, but yes. Yeah, so I had, but it's it ended up turning out to be great because I'm ended. I'm like kind of just finding a harmony between everything, and that's the like great part about it because I'm doing more of what I love. And now I've actually had the time to sit down and do a lot of shadow work for myself, actually, mm -hmm. and figure out more what I want for me, what I want to go into my brand, what I want it to, you know, yeah. kind of like look like and reflect. And it has taken some time. It has taken some years. Like, um, well, so I dropped in 2022. Rare feels. Because <laughs> you got the LLC. You, you certified out yes. this bitch. Uh, okay. Um, rare feels. The name, <laughs> it stands for, Boom, right there, yes. <laughs> it stands for emotions that do not occur often. That's the definition of rare feels, yes. Um, I dropped in 2020. I, um, my brother had passed away and everything. So my brother had passed away. I had kind of made a decision for myself to either, you either going to, go back into this depression and like be this person that you know you don't want to be, that you just, you know, came so far from being at that time. Or you're gonna, you know, do something to kind of not put you back in that place. And mm -hmm. so um, that's when I started cooking. Fire. Um, so she does that too. I <laughs> that's when I started cooking, y'all. So I was cooking. I was like the seafood queen. I never accepted the title or never took it or claimed it. But if you know, you know. But you know, most, the whole city really knew because I was out. I'm telling you, from the morning to the night time, I was out trapping. I was like, and this is about learning the new things, right? Yeah. Them new skills. Look, I've seen this a little bit. It's literally my life that I had to go through, and like, if I didn't, it was open enough to accept that I'm okay with learning into new things. Because mm -hmm. one of my biggest problems now is that I feel like um, it's hard for me to commit to things. Mm -hmm. But why do you have to commit to something that you know at the end of the day? You won't commit to just that one thing. Mm -hmm. That's why I, instead of trying to commit myself into just focusing on one thing, I try to harmonize everything together and create something that flows so good together. And so that's basically like my main focus yeah, right now that has been with life. And so that's just how I had took life literally at that time. And so I'm like, shit, like I'm about to start cooking and it just worked for me so good. Like <laughs> it worked for me so good. Like I am, so I was cooking for a long time, and um, during that time, I was already planning my brand. Um, I had, before my brother had passed away, I had already had it in my mind or whatever, but when he had passed away, it kind of like pushed me to go forward. Um, no PPPs or nothing like that. I literally worked my ass off cooking days and nights, literally, like shout out to my mama, shout out to my best friend, shout out to Ed, my sisters for helping deliveries, like literally. Fire. 
um, it was so much. It was so much, yeah. like literally so many months just working my ass off, selling those dinners, making sure that I was pushing that motherfucking seafood, you know, seafood through or whatever, and making sure that I was coming through and still being that person that um, had good customer service and great energy, no matter if I was tired and it was one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning and I'm delivering a bag, because yes, that was me. Um, and then I got into everything else. Like I was selling hookahs, I was selling no AirPods, I was selling, I really was. And so I had stacked up so much money and um, I had finally like did what I could for my brand. But it was, of course it was something like you, you always have like your flows and it's um, a turbulence mm -hmm. when it comes to being an entrepreneur. Like mm -hmm. it has its ups and downs period. And so when I started um, as an entrepreneur, of course I had to learn. And I'm so glad that when I, did start off, I sold out and everything, like literally, like I did amazing. I was still selling dinners, like I was hustling, I was grinding. Um, but mind you, um, I was doing all this stuff and I was just keeping my head busy. I never took the time to grieve. So while I'm doing this stuff, I'm enjoying it. I'm taking my time with everything, but only everything as far as hustling. Like I'm just, I'm just staying busy. I'm just keeping my mind off of everything. I'm constantly just working, like working. Mm -hmm selling, you know, making money, like doing what I can, like, boom, just to kind of just keep my mind off of certain yeah. shit. And so, um, is that how you deal with everything growing up? Cause you said you had some things when you were yes, young. Yes. Yeah. So that's why shadow work is important because you will put yourself in these positions to not sit down and allow yourself to think about emotions or think about how things affected you and they still affect you now. And, um, you become this person that you don't even know who you are no more. Um, and it's kind of like, damn, like, you know, you, you kind of go back to like, I want, I miss being happier. You know, mm -hmm. you, you have these feelings of this serotonin being produced from you of you being fucking happy and you smiling and you actually allowing yourself to experience things that you're supposed yeah. to experience. So of course you want to go back to those things. Um, and you have to look at it from a different perspective. But during that time, um, I was just so busy just so into of course going back from child if you don't deal with it you'll continue to do it and that's exactly what i did when that's exactly what i was doing um so um mind you while my brother had died i had just got out of this like relationship or whatever that had kind of like blah, 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 a little what's the name on me but um so along with that it was i was hurt i did get hurt yeah. from the relationship really i was really hurt so it was, like it, was it happened and it, it definitely was a double whammy um right in the wrong time mm -hmm. um and so i had a lot to like just really that i didn't heal for mm. from at the time so i was kind of just you know just out here really like just living life and just doing what someone who doesn't want to sit there and face their, you know, yeah. face their problems or face, you know, that there is some shit going on, yeah. you know, with them mentally. So that's what I was doing. Um, so Till yeah. When? when did it was just like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm, I got you. I'm about to let you know. So, <laughs> so I had sold out of rare fields after I had sold um, completely out of rare fields. I was still cooking everything. I had ended up um, going through the situation. I'm not going to speak on. Um, I'm not going to speak too much into it, but I had ended up getting into another situation and losing myself in the situation. Mm. And it took a big part, um, but I did, I did have a, a good experience. Like, you know, it was something that I definitely needed to go through to learn myself, to learn, you know, 
um, certain things um, that I did need to heal. And so... And within that relationship? Within myself, okay. within um, old uh, relationship trauma that wasn't healed and everything. Mm -hmm. So from there, I had kind of... Um, we had went through, you know, the experience that we were supposed to go through. We had ended up stopped talking. And this was like the beginning of 2021. Um, at the end of 2020 is when I had, cause I had shot the movie. Um, but when I had shot my first movie, I wasn't really into the situationship yet. But mind you, during this whole time, I literally like lost myself. Like I was not Mayana. I was not doing nothing that made me happy. Like, and this is all a personal thing that I had to learn because I was stopping myself and limiting myself from so much. Mm -hmm. um, just for trying to like indulge into an experience. Um, but I'm, a, I'm so grateful that I allowed myself to do that because after that experience, I learned so much that I needed to actually sit back and do shadow work on. And so in 2021 is when I started filming, um, figured out the TV show and I was just like, I am about to get like in my bag. I finally started like um, back being me around springtime in 2021. I had, um, started pole dancing. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I was just happy. Like I was just finding like a newer part of like who I, who I was and who I am now and kind of stuff. Like really did a lot of healing in 2021. Like that was like the year for like me, like literally like being like, okay, let me get myself together. Let me sit back and get off Instagram, take a break, leave y'all the fuck alone because I've been focused on too much of what I need to get out to y'all and what content I need to push out to y'all. And I'm not mentally here. Like I'm not mentally here. So what am I really doing? Like who really am I? Like who really am I showing y'all right now? So it was like, I was showing y'all what I love to do, but am I, you know, it's like a part of what they do now. Like they don't show y'all what they go through and you it's know the, the hurt times it's the highlights it's what people make fun of it's what you know people don't realize it's regular real shit that mm -hmm. real life so i had to really sit back and really be like shit i always never looked at myself as these as this famous person or this influencer that everybody had made me you know out to be or this hella followers or just like it just irked me i hate the word famous like i don't even use that on myself like i don't say it and it's just only because my best is yet to come for one and just for two it's just like don't put me somewhere that I don't want to be only because it comes with so much of y'all thinking that y'all know me. You will you, you'll be surprised how many places that I walk in somewhere and you know my name because you know my name. You think you know me. You think you can yeah. come cha-cha and kichi and uh, with me. And it's just see. like, you know, and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a cool person when you get to know me and we can talk and we'll have some real level-headed, nice, high vibrational conversations Factual, all the time. But, um, at but no, I'm not going to interview you right now. <laughs> but exactly but it's just like you know people sometimes you know having those titles or whatever people don't know their boundaries mm -hmm. and and then sometimes people come into your life for the wrong reasons mm -hmm. and you go through experiences that you think that you know you're being this genuine person no matter what I always say who I was I always I never ever was like I'm gonna be ignorant I'm not gonna help nobody I'm not gonna you know like I was, I never like, I definitely had to get through some anger shit and some smart mouth shit, but that was cause some like, I was a kid and some childhood shit. But when it came to like being a real genuine person, when it came to helping people, giving like, that's always me. I love being like the helping hand. So I never would ever just take that like from myself at the end of the day. And so, but when you're in these situations where people just think so much of you, 
you start to feel like you need you can't like so one thing about me was I tried so hard not to fit this um persona that everybody was I was this light-skinned girl I was mm -hmm. cute I could dance like so you know it's like oh see she must be a runner or, oh she must be uptight or oh she really mean or you know and I was not I tried so hard not to be this person that these that these people like made me out to be it was like I was I was too nice to the wrong mm -hmm. people because I didn't want to be because I wasn't her in, mm -hmm. in the first place but it's because y'all was looking at me because I had so much followers it's like I wasn't really understanding at the time now I know but I was too much trying to not be this person but now it's just kind of like I am who I am mm -hmm. and I know who I am mm -hmm. now so Actual. I know who's going to be yeah. around me now. Facts. And so I know what kind of experiences that I'm able and I might and had the chance to go through because now I know how to read people mm -hmm. from a different perspective. And I know how to literally sit in a room and read energy. And that's because I've sat back and I understand so much about myself that I can sit back and be so comfortable and secure with myself. I'm not questioning about what other motherfuckers think about me. Facts. I'm trying to read what's going on in the room because yeah. I'm good over Facts. here, baby. Oh, you feel me? Look, like, it's real nice to secure now. It's, we now. are good over here, baby. I know what I got going on for me. I know I'm just here to be at the end yeah. of the day. I'm not here to um, uh, exceed your expectations mm -hmm. in any kind of, of way because what you expect of me means nothing to me. Exactly. You know what I mean? I because exactly, here. exactly. And so when you put yourself in the perspective of giving exactly respectfully, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. Because when you put yourself in the, um, when you put yourself in the middle of actually giving the motherfucker the time of day to feel like their expectations is something that you have to live up to. Mm that's when you start to confuse yourself with who you really are because mm. what somebody else perceive you as can be totally different from who you really are and who you need to be for the experience and for that person or that situation. Crazy. Because you speaking, preaching right now at this point. You I, have literally broken down what it's like to be popping on the ground. For a long time. And it's like... And it's not what you think. And know? now it's, 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 it's always been regular to me. And that's why most of the time now I don't give myself enough credit because mm -hmm. I, never looked at, I never looked at myself as how people looked at me. I always had my own perception of myself no matter what it was. Mm -hmm. Like, even when I did lost myself, I lost myself because I was being too considerate of somebody else's feelings. Mm -hmm. Or I was caring too much about how I might affect a relationship if I chose to go do what was best for me. But now that I know what is best for me is what matters the most mm -hmm. to me, nothing or nobody could change who I am. Like y'all are just extra. Y'all just happen to be grateful and blessed enough to be able to see this and witness this right now. And I'm gonna give y'all the chance to see it, but am I gonna let y'all dictate. dictate who I am? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you're like, again, I'm not going to keep throwing your age up, but you like so young and you understand. It'd be like 35-year-olds that I talk to, 40-year-olds that'd be like trying to fit in to a mold. Because people don't learn from their experiences. People, you have to be, you they have be to, it's a whole you have to, the problem. smartest people around you learn from their experiences and the experiences around them. Absolutely. So when I come into an experience, 
And when I'm still able to have these conversations with you, and when I'm having a conversation, I'm having that advice with my brother about some shit, I might go into some shit that I remember from an experience that didn't happen from somebody else mm-hmm. or a gym mm-hmm. that I didn't learn from somebody else. That you took and ran with. Exactly. Come on, no. And so now, not only am I speaking from my experience, but I'm able to be speaking from somebody else's experience yes. because I wasn't too like, mm, no, right. that's not that's not me. You know, anything can happen to anybody. Right. And drama, toxicity, life is not subject to nobody, okay? It's going to all hit everybody a whole different motherfucking way. And just because you are famous or people have a lot of followers or they might be TikTok, if they went back and did they shadow work, on, I'm not going to say it don't matter, but that shit don't matter. It don't matter because at the end of the day, what matters is that when I come on and I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok and I'm on Twitter, I'm the best for me who I want to be, and I'm just showing y'all that. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting on here every day to show y'all that. Mm-hmm. You get me? It's a whole difference. Yeah. Like, because what I go through now is, like, real shit. It's real genuine shit. It's real, like, I really, I'm mentally here with y'all now, so I can really be on here how I want to. Yeah. I don't feel the need to be like, damn, I get off Instagram every day, and I'm really not okay. Like, I'm really not okay. It's all smiling, kiki, and y'all love me on here. And that was one of the biggest things. I'm so loved locally and popular, but deep down inside, I'm really going through some shit, yeah. though. I don't feel love. Like, for real. Like, I don't in feel real love. Life, like, I really, like, um, it's, it's this fucking scene and figure it out. Shouts out to Carl. Shouts out to Carl. Figure it out is about, like, real genuine shit that we go through literally in life. Like, you see all these fictional movies and you see this shit where the... You know, you always, you know, money is always a subject or the target, you know, but you really never really see real shit. And so to figure it out, we get the chance to touch on real life situations and real life emotions mm-hmm. and real situations that go on that people can really resonate with. Mm-hmm. And so within that, in the scene that I had had, um, my name is Taylor in the, in the series, mm-hmm. and she's having this conversation with her boyfriend and she's this um popular artist on um instagram but mm-hmm. she's a she's she draws or whatever and mm-hmm. she um and so she's kind of like and it, it was like it's so it's like the scene went so amazingly because it resonated with me so much because she said in the um in the in her dialogue was like because no matter how many people love me through the phone they'll be they'll never be able to see the real me like they'll never be able to be there when i'm down when i'm upset when i'm mad when i'm going through shit like not to say that none of y'all matter y'all could give me y'all advice as much as y'all want to but it's only so much i'll be willing to take when i really don't know what's best for me because i don't know what i want yeah i don't know what i want because i'm so focused on what the fuck i gotta post out to y'all every day you know so it's kind of like i literally sat back 2021 and got all of like started this like give yourself some time bro like it don't I'm not in a rush with nothing with nobody I'm not in a race everybody you have a great foundation thank you like if you need to take a break it's okay okay amazing and I've and I've been and I've been able to do that multiple times like and I love that but one thing about it is don't rush yourself to try to keep up with society, to mm-hmm. feel like you have to be somewhere, some 
in a certain place. Like I'm 20 years old. Yes, I'm young, but there's people out here that's 17. Crazy, that's man. listen. I still live with my mother. Am I going for? Am I going force my? And this is a little bit of personal information, on, but still, I'm not finna for. I'm not listen. I'm not forcing my hand to rush myself into society standards as oh I gotta post my key on Instagram when I'm fucking 17. Like oh I, I'm getting up. When I know, right, I'm telling y'all, listen, me and my mother get along perfectly well, perfectly well, amazing. There is no reason for me to ever feel like I'm going to go out and I don't give a fuck how much money I have because I can save my shit because that's what I'm doing now. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how much money I have. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I'm not going to say that because, of course, it's going to be a time where I am going to move out. But I'm not going to force myself. I have known that I, if I'm not mentally stable, why would I want to go move out into a whole yeah. thing and be an actual, like, not going to say be an actual adult because I have bills, baby. <laughs> but, um, and I could move out if I wanted to, but it's just the whole fact. Like, if I could save a bill, I'm saving me a little bit rent. Me and my mother get along perfectly fine, and I still have that creative space and that time. I'm going to do what's necessary, what I know is what's best for me. Mm. Fuck what y'all doing at 17, 16, mm. 18. Congratulations to y'all. If y'all got that apartment and y'all doing it and y'all paying y'all bills, but a lot. And then I love my people, too, but I ain't going to lie. Like, some people be drowning in bills, and I be witnessing it. And so it be like... I'm not pressed to get into that position when I'm so far right now and I have so much to be focused on. And me and my mama cool. So what am I rushing out to be trying to be paying? And I already have these other motherfucking bills. Just a little gym. Just a little gym. Because I've always been like that. And it's some people in situations that cannot live with their parents. They, can, they don't have somebody. They don't have that. And that's completely fine. Kudos to y'all. Because y'all doing the damn thing, period. But right now, I'm so blessed and I have that opportunity to sit back and save that little bit of part of my money and actually have the time to, you know, not worry about that much of a big of a responsibility as of right now. But that's only just because I just didn't want to move out at 19 or 18 or 20. Like, it has nothing to do with... Uh, money or not being financially stable because you can be there in that certain amount of time and I, and I was financially stable amongst amount of time but was I mentally stable into a point to where it was just like would I be able to function if I was fucking drowning in a bill mentally if I you know what I'm saying because financially I was stable but if I move to a home where I'm financially stable but I'm not mentally stable it might become a time where I'm not financially stable right so how the fuck with my mental, right. you know what I mean? And it's better. just, I think about shit like Facts. that. That's why I don't have a kid. I think about shit like that. Shit like that matters. Yes. Like, shit, actually realizing what the fuck you want for your life matters. And it's okay to sit down and take a break. Yes. And give yourself time. There is nothing, y'all be beating against the clock, and I'm telling y'all, there is no way we are in any kind of race and everybody running in their own direction. Facts. Like, there is no way. So some of the races you've been running, right? You got the scam life you moved out. Can you tell us some of the great things you've done so far? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as far as movies? Yeah, no, everything. Everything, movies, um, TV series, wh whatever you have that's out and that's coming. Okay, so as far as, oh, okay. So I have Iniquitous out. Tubi right now, get that. Tubi, okay. Um, so as of right now, I am going to say y'all can look me up on Tubi, Mayana Amani. Okay. As your own profile? Uh, not, I mean, like if you look me up, name, my movies is going to pop up. That's fire, up. If you look my, my name up, my they movies pop up. They got to put your up. name in the little database. I didn't seen it before. They yeah. had to put your name in the database. And yeah, you it. How about? Yeah, yeah. She really okay. like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, um, Iniquitous, Scam Likely, they are out. 
right now on Tubi. Go watch, go stream a million times if you want to. Um, but we just finished um, wrapping up Figure It Out. We had a premiere August 25th. That should be coming out um, early 2023. I'm not going to put like, you know, a timing on it because we have not really had that conversation. But um, Figure It Out is a TV series. Ooh, I'm so excited. I believe it's about 10 episodes, and it's just showcasing real-life um, situations, comedy, drama, love. It's everything in one because it's, it's what you often don't see, what people don't want to talk about, what people don't want to have to, you know, experience, or what people don't want to sit back and make a joke about or not even make a joke about but have to sit back and be like is this this television show it, it will it will help you realize some situations like if you are say for instance like you ever sat down and watched a tv show and this kind of tv show is like you will see these two characters and they're in a situation mm -hmm. and you will see how they are dealing with things or how things work out for them mm -hmm. And it will resonate with people so much. And I know because we've had two premieres, trust me, everybody is waiting on it. It's amazing. But yes, um, also Locked In. Um, I'm still working with HWIC Filmworks for Locked In. How is that? How is working with a team? How is working with a group of people multiple times? Um, it's amazing. Actually, I actually get the opportunity to have done it multiple times because the other movie that I'm in, Fun Girl, is actually um, with the same people who did Iniquitous. So, with some of the same so people that did Iniquitous. So, building relationships is right super <laughs> important. I always say, like, um, and this is just one of them people, I'm sorry, I made a lot of money in my past. I will make a lot of money in my future, but relationships is more important than money. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Um, people can put you in the right place with the right opportunity to make the right amount of money. And you want to make sure that you have good relationships with people and you want to make sure that every time that you show up for these people, you are showing up or you are showing out and you are able to be the best you of who you are supposed to be to them in that certain amount of time. So I have literally, anybody you have worked with, they will literally tell you, like, I put on for myself. Like, I make sure I am there. I make sure I show up. I make sure I'm on time. I make sure I know my lines. I make sure I do my work as an actress, even as a dancer, even as if I'm hosting, even if I'm a model, I'm coming there, I'm getting the motherfucking shots done. You know, it's like everything is kind of, it's so easy to work with me. So it's like working with a team and building relationships also comes with who you are as a person, mm -hmm. too, because you can't, you know, some people will build the wrong team and have the wrong relationships and wonder why shit is not working out for them. Mm -hmm. And so it's like I'm so highly blessed and favored to actually have the opportunity to be working with these amazing people. And it's truly amazing. And each time that we shoot, it honestly gets better and better. And I'm just so excited for what we have in store. I'm so excited to actually be a part of something to where it's like I'm able to be producing things consistently um, in what I love to do. And I actually had the opportunity to work and actually put forth toward, uh, put, I'm not going to try to say it, but no, <laughs> but I've actually had the, the chance to actually do the work to actually um, put myself in the position mm -hmm to work with these teams and to be called back multiple times and to be like she's a major amazing actress to work with i have yeah. actually just um besides locked in working with teams amazing beautiful love it the best thing about it is 
building relationships and actually having fun and mm-hmm. and building the relationships is a big f- part of having fun on set it gets you connections that's how i'm here today Facts. that is literally how i'm shout here out today to again, shout boy. out to sweezy because he you know we had a conversation good vibes good energy and you know he invited me here and i was just like of course like i never did an interview i do got some things that i want to touch on and would love to have a conversation about and everything so yeah and so that's why it's so important so um along with that i'm also working on fun girl fun girl um will be wrapping up very soon i'm so excited for that um i forgot to mention Locked In is like this crazy ass fucking thriller, y'all. It's like this One comedy thriller, low key though. It's it's funny. It got some parts to it, but it's just like it's very interesting, and I'm so excited for it. Um, shouts out to the team because they did an amazing work. We actually we actually had um, special effects team, like we had a full team, like, and I was just so grateful and blessed to have that. Um, as well as Fun Girl, um, I love working with Ivy. I really love her. She's really honestly a precious soul. Um, she is. Um, she is. Yes, um, she's an amazing writer. Yes, I love her so much. And um, so yeah, we had went through some things with Fun Girl, but that is one person that like that's my girl. I'ma stick beside her. Like, um, and we kind of understand each other on a different level. Like, we've had those conversations, and you know, with film, we kind of under- have um, the same views on a lot of things. Um, and so, working with her with Fun Girl has really been amazing. Yeah, director? yeah. Um, Carl, shit, for figuring it out, he said, I, "Sis, I'm telling y'all, listen, relationships, relationships, relationships." Because with Locked In, um, it's also another cameraman. Shouts out to you, Sean. Um, he actually got somebody hip to me in PA, and so I will be going on set soon um, within the next two months to actually go shoot um to be a realtor so i'm super excited for that um um yeah and i think that's as far as that's going that's all as far as the movies for my winter time i kind of want to take a break and focus on my clothing brand because that's really important to me that is something that i finally got the chance to figure out um what i wanted to do when i was reinventing everything like you know and it's always always time to take time to rebrand and that is your business and yourself always give yourself time to have those especially as a creative it is so important for you to sit back and kind of like take those moments to see like okay what's the next plan and so i've had to do a lot of those and my entrepreneur um life or story is different from everybody else's and everybody's is going to be different but um I'm just happy to say now that I have got all those films out the way, you know, I'm still, you know, kind of like shooting them, but I'm going to be wrapping up hopefully by the winter. And I kind of just want to get the chance to like focus on my clothing brand now because I have the time, I have that choice now. And um, mentally I'm kind of like where I want to be, where I have always wanted to be in order to kind of like put my, put my best in my work and put my best in my clothing brand and anything that I do now and so I've been just learning so much more about myself and so honestly like for the movies that's I'm not gonna that's not it of course that's not it (laughs) but I do plan on taking a break um for this winter time and not shooting actually giving myself time to focus on something um that I want I have been meaning to and been wanting to focus on um 
Have you and dropped the website for Rare Films? Yet? Yes, Rare Films. Yes, Rare yes, yes. Because I always, I hear that rare sound. <laughs> every time I see that rare. Um, but Rare Films, so you have the website. Yeah, rarefields.com, baby. www.rarefields.com. Rarefields.com, baby. It's just simple, nice, and easy. Simple, nice, and easy. And it's actually everything. I'm trying to actually, I've been doing a sale for a long time. So it's actually a nice little sale on there. It's an amazing sale on there. Because, like I said, I've been, I've been rebranding and I'm kind of on to something new. So I'm just trying to get rid of like old inventory. Mm-hmm. So it's a sale on there and everybody can look forward to and can continue to look forward to because it will stay on sale. So get that. Get that so she can get the new, new in there. She got some new ideas and stuff going on. Yes, yes, yes. But thank you so much. This has been one of iconic, of course. Um, this is one of those iconic ones. Um, I'm definitely holding this one. I'm sorry, it may take a while to come out. Of Hold course. This, one, this is just fire. Um, but you know, before we got get out of here, we gotta do get it off your chest. Mm-hmm. So you've been getting a lot off your chest. Um, everything that you've kind of worked through in this process of becoming this center of attention that you've always been though. So it's like working through that process. It's like almost like looking at Justin Bieber. Like he blew up at like 13. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, he's going to have his ups and downs, but like how do you work that process to be 25 and still relevant, you know? Um, just be you. And I think that's exactly what you're doing. Just be you. I feel like um, and just why I, I don't know what Justin Bieber is doing, but I know he's not kind of like doing as well now. Um, I think he does have like some medical issues going on for him, so I'm apologies for that. But I do know that being young, you kind of can get lost in sometimes because you don't know yourself yet. And so a lot of times that's kind of like what happens. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it's very important to... Shadow work. Not only just like, of course, like the shadow work, but it's just like remain just who you are. Mm -hmm. Like, I've always get, given myself chances, like, no matter what it is, no matter what I thought was hard, I always never, like, doubted myself, and I never limited myself to anything. Like I said, I always had my own perception of who I was and who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And so, when working through that, I have these times where I just, be, because I am who I am and I do what I love, and I just, I'm, I'm able to connect with people how I'm able to connect with people because I know so much about, you know, experiences and about myself. And so it's kind of like, it's more so of not how you really like, because staying relevant is just like, it's really so much. Cause sometimes, cause you know, a lot of people that blow up fast, yeah. they don't stay relevant exactly. long. And so it's kind of just like building a foundation, like what you said and actually doing it for all the right reasons and kind of, having your own perception of who you want to be and knowing exactly what you want your label to be, what you want your brand to be. And that's why it's so important to take that time to do that rebranding, to figure, to so that you can have those new steps, yeah. catch up with the generation, yeah. catch up with, you know, what they want to see, you know, figure out what's something new that you want to do. And it's just all a part of, you know, not staying comfortable. Facts. Facts. Be spontaneous, be optimistic. Facts. It's very important that you go out and you do that when it comes to staying relevant because once you start to get comfortable and you start to start being on your high horse and feeling like okay i'm here so i don't need to grow anymore it's kind of like well you already done cut you know you you didn't your water done ran dry your water done ran dry so it's like 
just remain you at the end of the day. Just be you regardless of what any situation stands. Just know that, you know, things will come at you multiple times, like different situations, different people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you have to understand what that does to you and what it could do for you. And always take the best out of a situation and never let anything depict who you will be because who you are is so important. And so a lot of people, you can go into being somebody that's good and then you end up fucking it up by becoming somebody that was influenced by all these yeah. other things around you. I see. Be yourself. And that's it. Look, I don't, look she didn't already <laughs> tell y'all the formula to be successful. I'm honestly, if y'all sit back and listen to this hour-long interview, you will see from a, 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 a very person that's in it, okay, she's really in it, some person that is really figuring it out while she's doing it. And it's only gonna get better, y'all. I'm 20 years old, Come on I'm an actress, model, dancer, pole instructor, entrepreneur, and I just plan, yeah, <laughs> okay, I just plan to spread light, love, and good energy, and just more opportunities for people that would love to be in this position as me. To kind of like be here and be able to be, you know, open to all these opportunities and these things as far as dancing or, you know, because I'm, I touch so many bases. A lot of people are interested yeah. in everything. So it's kind of like always when I'm looking out for y'all, I promise y'all I got y'all. I'm always best y'all. I love y'all. Hey, and that's between two never. We got it.